and welcome back to season two of the Bright Minds of E-Commerce podcast. I'm Dana, founder of Bright Red Marketing, your e-commerce advertising specialists. I'm so excited to be launching season two, even if it is a little later than I had expected. This season is jam-packed full of amazing guests. We've got brilliant success stories from a range of businesses, marketing experts to help with all aspects of your business, and I'm going to be making more of an appearance, sharing the behind the scenes of managing Facebook campaigns and the latest in the world of Facebook and Instagram advertising. So today we're going to start off with a summary of the infamous iOS 14 update, what it means and what you can do to prepare. So let's get into it. Welcome to season two with the 12th episode of the Bright Minds of E-Commerce podcast. So if you're here listening to this episode, welcome back. It's really nice to be back recording episodes and I'm so excited to be sharing season two with you. Now, if you're listening to this episode, you obviously know we're talking about the iOS 14 update. Um, If you haven't heard about the iOS 14 update, I don't know where you live um, and how you have access to this podcast because it clearly means you have internet. Um, But the, the quick summary, I suppose, is that Apple have decided that they really want to clamp down on privacy concerns. So they have kind of made some rulings around how much data can be shared with apps like Facebook. Now, obviously that is a fundamental concern to anyone running Facebook ads because we rely so heavily on that data. So basically the iOS update is just a big limit on the data that can be collected through Facebook. And from the the conversations I've had with Facebook, they are even looking at, you know, rebuilding the whole ads manager from the ground up to kind of make sense of all this new data that we will have access to, or rather the limited amount of data we will have access to. So it's been referred to as the iOS 14 update. It was supposed to roll out early this year with the 14.4 update. uh, And you may have noticed that that started rolling out across Australia recently. Uh, Apple haven't actually announced an official rollout date yet. But Facebook being Facebook uh, have given us a lot of kind of preemptive warning as to the sorts of things we need to look for. I think from as I said, last conversations with Facebook, even they don't have a really clear idea of what's happening, how it's going to work uh, and, you know, specifically how it's going to affect advertisers. However, there are a few key things that you can do that will make this transition a lot easier. So we're going to cover them today. I'm going to give you the quick list right now. So if you have got pen and paper or your your iPhone in front of you, these are the kind of things you need to look at. You need to look at registering your domain name. You need to verify your product URLs. You need to focus on building your email list. You need to set up your event limits and your aggregated events, and you need to look at installing Cappy. Now, if any of those things don't make sense to you, that's fine because we're about to go through them all. Uh, So firstly, Most of these topics that we're about to talk about are gone through in far more detail on my blog and to be fair on pretty much anyone in this space's blog. So if at the end of this episode you have any questions whatsoever, a quick Google search will be able to clarify any of the particular topics. Um, But there is a lot of information going around at the moment that is very vague. There's a lot of bits and pieces information around. So this will be a nice quick summary of all the things you need to look for uh, and what you need to do about them. There's some things you can't do just yet, but 
there's plenty you can do kind of in preparation. So the first thing that you need to do is obviously register your domain. Uh, This was pretty common knowledge a couple of months back, but I know there's some people that missed that memo. It wasn't a very well publicized memo at that. Uh, Essentially what Facebook are asking you to do is to verify the domain that's linked to your Facebook ad account, because the way the iOS update is going to work is you can only have one domain per pixel. So this does cause a lot of problems for people that are running internationally. I was talking to someone the other day that have a US-based store and an Australia store, but they run off the same domain, sorry, the same domain. So they're kind of facing some really difficult decisions around, you know, which one of these do they have the pixel installed, which one verifies when we get to the aggravated events, that's where it really starts to cause problems. But if you just one domain and one pixel, it's nice and easy for you. Um, We do have a blog post on the website about how to do that specifically, but essentially all you do is go to Facebook, go to this little special section, verify your domain, say this is the domain that's connected to my pixel and my ad account, Um, and I think there's a little piece of code that you have to install on your website, uh, and it just makes things really nice and simple. Uh, It has been around for a while just as an extra level of protection and privacy, Um, but it's kind of going to become a a prerequisite for anyone operating once this iOS 14 update really, really rolls out. Uh, The second thing is to verify product URLs. So there's not a lot of information around on this one. It's sort of a, um, a best practice, I suppose, for Facebook. Um, what you essentially need to do is just make sure that when you've got your Facebook product catalog set up, that it is operating properly. Um, Because of the way this update is going to affect tracking, if you've got some products that aren't tracking, that's going to be far more impactful given the update than it currently is. At the moment, if you've got a couple of products that don't load through, it's not that big of a deal. Or if one of them doesn't work, it's really not that problematic. However, with the new update, it will become problematic. So it's just worth doing some extra research into your catalog, making sure there's no errors, making sure it's all set up properly. Uh, If you don't have a catalog set up or you are having a lot of issues, there is an app called Flexify, uh, which is the one I would recommend. It's the one we install for all of our clients. There's a free level of it, which is really great. Uh, Depending on how many products you've got and the functionality, there is a paid, but most of my clients, I think, are quite happy on the free version. Uh, The next tip is to focus on building your email list. Now, as a Facebook marketer, you might be wondering why I'm suggesting this. Now, as a Facebook marketer, I do always recommend that clients spend a lot of time focusing on and building owned media. So as much as Facebook and Instagram are highly profitable, incredible platforms to build your business, at the end of the day, they could disappear whenever. You know, MySpace is long gone. I don't see Facebook going anywhere anytime soon, but it's entirely possible that it could. Facebook is a private entity. At any one point, they could say, we don't want people who sell towels to advertise on our platform anymore. And they would be well within their rights to do that. So it's one of those things that you really want to make sure that you own the media that you're running on and you really try and make sure that it's a big part of your marketing. You never want to rely heavily on just one platform. 
So what a lot of our clients do is run specific Facebook ad campaigns to try and build their email lists. They run competitions. Um, You may have heard our our competition specialist, Suki, uh, did a wonderful episode with us on competitions. As she pointed out, you know, you really want to make sure you are building email lists, you know, run a competition, promote that with your Facebook ads. And now you've got these people and you own them. You don't own them. You own their email address. You own a a method of communication with them. So, you know, especially with this, this rollout coming out, if you do, if those changes make such a difference to you that you can no longer run Facebook ads, if you spent a lot of time building up that email newsletter list, it's not going to hit you as hard. So while you've still got time, and to be honest, it doesn't matter what you're doing, you know, focusing on building that owned media. So those email lists, those sorts of things is something that you should have as a part of your your broader marketing strategy always. So yes, this iOS update has made it a little bit more of a a priority, but it really should have been a priority from the get-go. The next point and the thing that you can do is the event limits and setting up your aggregated events. Now we have a very detailed blog post on our website that will go through everything, what this means, all of that. Essentially the the new update is only going to allow you to track eight events. Now if you're a smaller e-commerce store that's not going to sound like a big deal to you because you're probably only using eight at the moment anyway. Uh, But for some of the the bigger e-commerce stores this can be really quite detrimental. Again especially if you're running you know across multiple countries and those sorts of things. So basically what Facebook wants you to do is to pick the eight events that are most important to you and give them a priority. So basically, if you're in e-commerce, the things you want to track are landing page views, view content, add to cart, initiate checkout, purchase, and then you've got a couple spare up your sleeve. That's just five. So the idea is that you go, okay, these are the ones that I want to track. Now, where it gets a little bit tricky is Facebook wants you to assign a priority. Now, the way this update is supposed to work is that you'll only be able to track one of those events. Now there's just been a little bit of miscommunication uh, I think between Facebook and Apple and everyone who does what I do uh, as to exactly how this will work. Some say that you will only be able to track the first event that they track. Um, So if they go to your website and view content but go all the way through to purchase but it'll only track their view content. There are other minds that say it'll track their last purchase. So if you had view content all the way through to purchase, it might not track, you know, view content through to initiate checkout, but it'll end up tracking that purchase. So when you're assigning the priorities, I currently have two theories. Now my two theories rely on those two different scenarios. So if, if you can only track one event, do you want to be able to track people who've been to your website so that you can retarget them so that you can build lookalike audiences, in which case you might assign view content as your highest priority. However, the other option, and I think the one most people are going with at this stage is to make purchase the priority. So essentially what happens is you can actually see which ad sets are generating those purchases. Now, in an ideal world, you would have purchase as your top priority and view content as your second most priority so that you can then say, okay, if they purchased, awesome, 
I can track exactly which campaigns are running the most successfully, which of my creatives is doing the best. Uh, That's all nice and rosy. But if they didn't, your second priority is, did they even come to my website and what product were they looking at so that you can then hit them with those retargeting ads? So there's a couple of different theories around this. Now, the, the concern... I suppose for a lot of people is that you can't really delay this decision much longer. Um, What's going to happen is the soon as this rolls out, you have to have already done this because what's going to happen is once it rolls out, it will take 72 hours for that change to be made and you will not be able to run ads in that time. So if you really rely on your day-to-day sales from Facebook ads, you need to do this like now. So again, we've got a a really detailed blog post on our website that goes through what it is in far more detail than I can ever do in an audio uh, and more than you would ever want to listen to in an audio. Um, And it's got the the step-by-step of what you need to do. So if you're, you're stuck, you don't know what to do, just stick with that purchase and then go from view content up to initiate checkout. That's probably the safest bet at this stage. Uh, And then as more information rolls out, if my other theory is a little bit more correct, I will let you know as soon as I know. Now, the last thing is called Cappy. So this is Facebook's solution to the iOS update. It stands for Facebook's conversion API. So Cappy. Uh, essentially what it is, is it's just a different way of kind of installing a pixel, different way of, you know, tracking. Uh, it relies more on coding rather than the pixel. It's all very complicated. Essentially what you need to know is it's a different way of tracking that seems to get around a couple of these iOS issues because of the way that it tracks. Uh, and what you would need to do is install that through Shopify. Again, we've got a tutorial on our blog. Um, It's probably something you would send to your web developer rather than your Facebook person uh, because it is a little bit more complicated and a little bit more high tech. Uh, But if you are running a lot of different testing strategies, a lot of different campaigns, um, and you really do rely on your Facebook ads, it's worth looking into. I know some of the, the Shopify managers, what are they called? The, the Shopify partner people that, you know, they help you with those sorts of things are helping a lot of small businesses to get it installed because it is something that really can help your business with your tracking. Um, and regardless of the iOS 14 update, it is just a good best practice to have in place to make sure that you are tracking the most of what's happening. Um, so they're the kind of five big things that you can do right now to kind of prepare yourself for the iOS 14 update, even though it's installing on your phones. And actually, let's add a sixth bonus point. Um, when that app does launch and it does start coming out, you will start receiving notifications on your phone saying, hey, this person wants to track you. Are you okay with this? Essentially, what will happen is if you keep ticking no, you will get worse and worse ads. So the idea of Apple's tracking theory, and I know I'm speaking like a Facebook specialist here, like I I get that, Um, but the more you opt out of these things, the more the ads that you are shown will suck. So yes, it might be creepy that you, you know, Google laptops or think about laptops and then start seeing laptop ads, but it's a hell of a lot better in my opinion than getting ads for air conditioners when you're not in the mood for an air conditioner. Um, So I think just as business people who are running Facebook ads, it's probably best practice to make sure that you are supporting other businesses 
by allowing them to track you. But maybe I'm too far down the rabbit hole. Who knows? Um, so they're kind of the, the big things that you need to be aware of with this iOS update. Um, I think the big thing here is it's going to hit everyone. So there's really not much point stressing about it. When it does roll out, you will see a huge drop in your return on ad spends just because people will start opting out and you won't have as much tracking and you won't have as much visibility, but it's going to hit everyone. Um, and so many businesses rely on Facebook ads. I know we've made hundreds of thousands of dollars for our clients and even just the last couple of months. So there's going to be, and we're, we're small fish compared to some of the big guys. I know some guys that spend, you know, hundred to $200,000 a day. Uh, so there's going to be lots of people out there working on solutions and those solutions and that information will filter through very, very quickly. I know Facebook are working really hard to make this as seamless as possible. Um, these kind of industries have changed many times over. So it's certainly not the end of the world, but it's certainly the kind of thing that the more prepared you are, the easier the transition will be. And we will be here to share the updates as we go. Um, so any questions, you know where to find us, but thank you and welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the 12th episode of the Bright Minds of E-Commerce podcast. Don't forget, we load all of the links and show notes onto our website. You can find everything at www.brightredmarketing.com.au forward slash show notes forward slash episode and the number 12. The link will also be in the episode description. You'll also find the link to our free strategy sessions if you're ready to take the next step and want help with your Facebook ads. We'll be back in a fortnight with an amazing business success story. I followed her business for years and I can't wait to share this upcoming episode with you. Have a great week and happy marketing.